Hello and welcome back. If you're joining for the first time, my name is Dr. Shala Izokoli and I am a doctor, an author, and a coach. I help busy physicians and non-physicians create new careers, businesses, and vocations free from burnout and stress in six months or less. So let's dive right in today. Today, I'm going to be talking about five massive mistakes that creative physicians make when launching a non-medical business. Y'all, I have seen it all. People, um, people, uh, doctors carry a lot of myths around with them when they're starting a business, especially a lot of doctors who are employed. You know, you've gone to medical school, you've been through residency, now you're employed, and now you have this wonderful idea, you want to start a business. Where do you start? What do you do? And here are some of the, these are the biggest mistakes that I've seen in helping doctors launch their businesses over the last eight years. Um, number one, five massive mistakes creative physicians make when launching a non-medical business. Number one is overestimation of time, money, and energy investment. Of course, every business needs to be invested into in some way or form. For some businesses, it's uh, an investment as big as going to take out a, a big loan from a bank. Maybe you want to start some, uh, maybe like, for example, let's say you want to start a bakery or a flower shop. And for some businesses, it's literally as little as having a phone and talking and, you know, telling people what your, 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 uh, service-based business is. So maybe you have like a coaching business or a service-based product, but the first thing people overestimate the time, money, and energy investment. Let me give you an example. Once upon a time, somebody came to me, he wanted to start a business. And the first thing he wanted to do was go back to school for an MBA. After I heard about the type of business he wanted to start, I said, you don't need an MBA for this. In six months, <laughs> working with me, instead of paying $50,000 for an MBA, he came, he worked with me and poof, here we go. Um, his business is launched and he's as happy as a clam doing his thing. So not everything you, it's not everything that you have to go back to school for, get a master's for, et cetera, et cetera. But as doctors, because we're used to this grueling, uh, I would say lifestyle trying to become a doctor, we think everything is like that, but everything is not like that. Number two, on the flip side. Sometimes creative physicians launching a business can really underestimate the amount of time, money, and energy investment it's going to take to get the business off the ground. I'm going to use myself as an example. When I started out as a coach, I became, I was certified and I was like, Hey, everybody, I'm a coach. Uh, you need life coaching, hire me. And it was crickets for the first month or two. Yeah, but just the first month or two. But what I realized is that, Oh, you don't, can't just become a coach and people will hire you. First of all, they have to know you exist, et cetera, et cetera. And that takes work. So I'd underestimated the amount of time it would take to, it would take my business to get, um, up and running. I was one of those doctors in this scenario. Number three, five massive mistakes creative physicians make when launching a non-medical business. Number three is perfectionism that's carried over from medicine. Look. Perfectionism is a killer because perfection isn't real. 
what do I mean by perfection isn't real? It, it's like if something can be improved on, that means perfection isn't real. There's no such thing as perfection. There's just progress and improvement and progress and improvements, not perfection. But I understand where my fellow doctors are coming from. In medicine, we deal with absolutes. It's all or nothing. You can't just guess at what dosage of medicine to give a little kid with sepsis. <laughs> you can't just guess. It's like, oh, that person has a headache. You know, let's, let's do brain surgery. No, they're absolutes. You have to know what you, you have to know what you're doing every time because people's lives are at stake. And yes, there are some things in which they're absolutes. If you're a bridge engineer, a doctor, a pilot, yes, definitely. Um, but you know, with a lot of businesses, we learn as we go. Okay. We learn as we go. Let me give you an example. What I always call, I always tell this story. I call it the tale of three iPhones. This is an iPhone four. This is an iPhone six. This is an iPhone eight or 10. I can't remember which, but I've had like almost all the iPhones. Guess what Steve, Steve Jobs did not do. He didn't say, oh, I'm going to wait until I have the perfect iPhone before I launch. I had an iPhone 3 and it's nothing like the iPhone 12 that I use for, you know, so many things. Because I have an iPhone 12, I didn't even get the iPhone 14 or 15 or look, I can't, sometimes I can't even keep up. But imagine, look at how many iterations of iPhones they are. If this person was waiting to launch a perfect iPhone, he would have died without living his dream. Perfectionism is not useful in all situations. If somebody, if you have a typo on your website, nobody's going to die. If you're in your podcast, you said, um, uh, 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 nobody is going to die. It's not medicine. So why not take that first step? Do that, redo your research and take the first step. Imperfectly done is better than perfectly said. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to learn this. I'm going to have that. So where is it? Stop talking. Start doing. Perfectionism is what keeps you planning and planning and planning and planning and planning and planning, and planning for years. Do something. Take the first step. Number four. Five massive mistakes creative physicians make when launching a non-medical business. Number four, being afraid or feeling guilty about charging appropriate prices for your goods and services. Oh, I don't know. People might not buy it if if I if I if it's if it's you know if it's five dollars. People might not buy my book. It has to be one dollar. Nah. People buy books for a dollar. People buy books for thirty dollars. Price it appropriately, and your people will come. There are some people who can't even afford free. If someone doesn't want something, they will never want it, even if you give it away for free. So don't be afraid to charge appropriate prices for your services. If you went to work one day and your boss said, 
oh, you're healing sick people. You shouldn't charge for that. We're going to stop paying you. You will leave that job and go and find another one. So why are you treating your business like that? Like, oh, you know, I have to not charge much because people, it will scare people away. Let us scare them away. It's going to scare people that way that don't want it anyway. They were just looking for an excuse not to buy. So if you think about charging and selling in the way, think of, uh, think of a Rolex. Every day, people are complaining of inflation, but every day people are buying Rolexes. I have not seen Rolex going out of business. There are people for every price point of everything that you are going to sell. So just get out, start charging, and let the market do what it does. Number five. Five massive mistakes that creative physicians make when launching a non-medical business. Number five is shiny object syndrome. Like, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. No, don't squirrel your business away. For example, you want to you launch your business. You want to start, you know, using a certain social media platform. Start with one, work with it, and then leverage what you learned to the next platform then go to the next one. Don't try to launch your business on seven social media platforms at the same time. You will overdo, you will become overwhelmed and you will give up. Or, oh, I want to write a book and launch a coaching business and launch a clothing line and uh, <laughs> one at a time. You can't do everything at once and you need time to test something to see whether it's going to work or not. So what are you doing? Stop with the shiny object and go ahead and launch your business sensibly. So I'm going to recap five massive mistakes that creative physicians make when launching a non-medical business. Number one, overestimation of time, money, and energy investment. The answer to that is do your research. Number two, underestimation of time, energy, and money investment. Number, the answer to that is do your research. Number three, perfectionism. That's a carryover from medicine. Constantly remind yourself that everything isn't medicine. And if people aren't going to die from something, then you can afford to test the waters. Number four, being afraid or feeling guilty to charge appropriate prices. Don't do that. <laughs> if it's a business, you have to sell. Otherwise, you just have an expensive hobby. Number five, shiny object syndrome leading to overdoing, overwhelm, and giving up. Thank you very much for watching. Um, there'll be links in the show notes and the comments. Please click on them sign up for programs, buy my books, etc., etc., And I will see you next time.